Hello, people. Welcome to the Little Debbie Downer podcast. It is episode 10. Woohoo! I have one for each finger. Just joking. But honestly, I'm so excited to have 10 episodes under my belt. And it just feels really surreal. Every time I go to record something, I'm like, I can't believe I'm really doing this. And it's not like I have any huge audience (laughs) by any means. But it's the little comments I get sent and the little emails and messages I get that go, wow, I totally related with what you said last week or two weeks ago. And this is my story or my situation. It's the sharing that means more than anything in the world to me. So I really, really appreciate it. Here's to 10 more. Woohoo! See what happens. So last week was kind of an impromptu um, podcast, really hadn't expected to do it on what I had done it on. It's just kind of something that happened in my life and thought I'd talk about it and tackle it while I was in the minute. And so I had another intention for this week's podcast as well. But then thinking about something that happened yesterday nothing major, nothing traumatic, just something that really made me pause and think about how I spoke to myself. I know this sounds silly, but okay, so let's just get into it. So I might be the only one that does this. I'm sure you guys will let me know if I am. I'll be out shopping or something, even in the grocery store. And I'm like, you know, I'll flip over something and I'm like, why the hell is there milk in this ingredient list? This doesn't need milk. You know, and I'm I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just kind of whispering it to myself, like, what the hell? And, you know, I'm the same way with clothes. Why the hell did they put the button there? Well, what, what, why? This is the ugliest color. Like, why didn't they, why, bubble? you know, whatever. And so I was out dress shopping yesterday at a department store and look, I haven't bought a dress since I don't even know when. I don't need them for school. I am not a flashy dresser. I don't care. I would just as soon wear sweatpants and a t-shirt and a ball cap all day for the rest of my life. But apparently that doesn't look professional at school. (laughs) So there are certain times I need to wear things. Now, the dress I was shopping for is for my father-in-law's funeral, who is coming up in the next week. He unfortunately passed of COVID. And I don't want to get into that. That is, as much as I loved him, that is my husband's story to tell. And if he wants to get a podcast and do that, he can. So I'm just stating why I was out there looking because it's not a normal thing I usually do. So obviously I was looking for more subdued things anyway. I know it doesn't have to be this classic black kind of thing anymore. Um, You know, I like floral prints and I don't know. I was, I had a few like dresses over my arm, very simple. And I turned the corner and I don't know what it was. It was this it was a long dress. So it went all the way down and which I like, and it was just so like summery and so almost ethereal. It was just light and 
it had some, it was mostly white with flowers. I don't know. It was just freaking beautiful. And under my breath, I said, that's way too pretty for you. And I turned around and kept looking in other racks. And, you know, I guess it's just self-talk I've probably been doing since forever. And it's, it's so ingrained in there that I didn't even, it didn't dawn on me until today because I didn't find anything. I tried on five or six things and I guess this goes along the same lines. There was always something wrong with something. Um, you know, I, I know it's going to be really hot in the funeral. So I wanted it to be something cooler, have more flow. I don't want anything tight anyway. I'm 55 years old. I just don't do the whole like, you know, nobody wants to see the rolls under the clothes. Anyway, not, not even me. That's a See, I keep just backing myself in this corner of like hating my body. And I guess that's what I'm getting to. And it's like, I'm trying on these dresses and I'm like, no, I want short sleeves, but not that short. Nobody needs to see my flappy arms. And, you know, then I'm like, oh, well, this dress is really cute, but it's, a, it's, you know, it's only to my knees. It needs to be longer to cover up my veiny legs and all the bruises and stuff because I get, because of some of the meds I take, um, I have a lot of bruising. The simplest thing will bruise me. So I'm looking for, basically, I just need like a nun outfit. I mean, I don't know what else is going to cover everything I have a problem with. And it's like, and I've, I'm used to that. I'm used to trying to get, you know, everybody does that. You get something that's going to make the best parts of you look better and the worst parts of you not stick out. I think that most of us are in that boat. I guess I didn't realize because I've been telling myself and I've been telling you guys, like, I'm 55. I don't care anymore what people think. Like, I've I've come into myself I, I, I speak my mind now. I let my opinion be heard. I like who I am. And then so it kind of, when I started thinking back about the dress shopping, I'm like, wow, well, there's an area I need to work on because this body has put out four babies, been through a lot of stuff, you know, has pain a lot. And I am not being very kind to my body. And I don't know why I'm feeling this way. And I think it's just something that we are programmed as women to have happen to us when we're younger. You know, I think things have gotten a little bit better being more inclusive in body shapes now. I appreciate those Instagram ads where they have like, I hate when they call them full figured. It's like normal figured people. We're not all a Kardashian. And it's like, I just, you know, you grow up and you saw they were all the supermodels and Charlie's Angels and all those things. Even the kids on the Disney Channel, they were all perfect and coiffed and cute and nothing was normal. And so I think TV and print magazines and things like that have a lot to do with it. But then, you know, if you had parents that were very negative about that, even though they're the ones that are freaking feeding you, right? You know, like, I, I mean, I was an overweight child, but I'm telling you, I, that was no fault of my own. You know, when you're three years old and a toddler and you're given whatever you're given, 
yeah, I'm going to eat the chicken nuggets and the macaroni and cheese. And I'll take the ice cream and I'll take that Coca-Cola non-diet. I'll take whatever you're going to give me. I mean, that you're the one feeding me. So that's all good and well. And I can blame a little bit on that. <laughs> but then I become an adult and I try to know better. And then I found out, oh, you had polycystic ovarian syndrome. So that helps you keep on the weight. So I've been able to find excuses throughout my life of why I'm not eating the best, why I'm not, you know, uh, looking what I think my best should be. And even when I was at my best, when I felt like I was going to the gym all the time, I was eating what I thought was right. And I was, it basically was just exercise. I was exercising every day and I felt so much better. Even at that point, I wasn't, I would never have called myself thin. I was the smallest I'd ever been, but I don't, I wouldn't have reached any, you know, model milestone. And it still wasn't good enough. Like I was proud of myself for, you know, losing the weight because I topped over 200 pounds and I lost like 40 pounds. And of course, then I turn around and get pregnant. So I'm like, oh my God. So I was nervous about being pregnant and putting on more weight. But honestly, I kept working out through my last two pregnancies and I gained the proper weight and I lost it pretty quickly afterward. But I still was never super thin. And I, not that I want, who's lying? Yeah, I guess I probably did want that. It's, you know, some of the only times I was actually happy with my body and then age sets in and then just lots of different things. And so I just want to be able to appreciate, you know, the body that I have and stop making excuses and saying things are too cute. Oh, that's too cute for me. Or, I need to have the bathing suit that like covers up everything and might as well be a wetsuit. I'll just pretend like I'm, you know, going diving or something. (laughs) You know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I eat healthy. I don't, you know, I've tried everything, you know, I've tried the, the low fat, the low carb, the, 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 the everything diet, you know, the, the, the pineapple diet, the banana diet, the, I do green smoothies. I'll do green juices, which I do like them to do a fasting kind of, I mean, not a fasting kind of thing, but like a, um, a cleanse kind of thing. I do enjoy that every six months or a year doing a few days of just smoothies or juices. Um, only because it feels like I'm kind of resetting and getting stuff out and, you know, I did keto for a while, which let me tell you, being a vegan was really hard because all you're supposed to freaking do is eat basically shit that's not vegan. So that didn't last too long. And did I see weight loss because I had zero carbs? Well, yeah. But guess what? As soon as I ate one meal, that was gone. It's not a long-term fix by any means. Nobody should just eat one thing or one group of things, should I say. You need a fruit. You need a carb it's, that's what gives you energy. So that's all I'll say in that. And people think, oh, well, you're vegan. That's a diet. Vegan is not a diet. Vegan is a lifestyle. That's, you know, I'm choosing what I'm eating based on my moral preferences and what I think is 
right and wrong for myself, not for anybody else. I'm not trying to harp on anybody to do that. It's just that it's not, you don't go, you don't be a vegan to lose weight because I know plenty of overweight vegans and I'm in that category. I'm not hugely overweight, but let me tell you what I've had the last two nights for dinner because it can look like it's great as a vegan. Here I am having my little veggie Boca burger. Boca burger is my favorite on two whole wheat tortillas, tomato, lettuce, onion, a little bit of veggie ketchup. And I'll have some like, I've got these, I'm obsessed with these jalapeno stuffed olives, the big olives with the jalapeno stuffed in them. And then I'll have some dill pickles and then the sky opens up and here comes it. My kettle cooked potato chips. And believe me, they're reduced fat too. However, I can eat a whole freaking bag. Like if I'm the least bit stressed over anything, my go-to is snacks. I'm not a huge chocolate person. I'm not I'm not really like a chocolate dessert candy bar kind of. I would rather have like Skittles or Twizzlers if I'm going to have candy. My thing is going straight for like potato chips. They're just mm, potato chips, popcorn, you know, pretzel stick, but potato chips are the best. Those, those kettle crunch chips, just sea salt, sometimes jalapeno ones. Oh my God, they're so good. So I'm not doing myself any favors by eating that. Um, you know, I wish that I really wanted to have broccoli and carrots when I was in a bad state. But no, I go right for what's bad for you. But just part of the self-punishment for whatever you're feeling. Anyway, a whole other episode probably. But I just, I don't know. What do we do when we're, and this isn't even an age thing. And I know some people will go, well, even men feel that way. And I'm, I'm not that I'm, <laughs> I'm going to disagree slightly because just like, look at Hollywood, look at the older guys, like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's freaking old now. Like George Clooney's old, but you wouldn't, they, they still give them these roles that have an air of sexiness about them. And it's very rare for the same thing to be about the women. And I just think guys grow old more gracefully or we're just more used to, you know, the way, you know, they lose their hair or their hair grays and their tummy gets a little bigger. And it's just, it's cool. You're aging so well. It's it's adorable. But Lord, if the same thing happened to us, oh, I just don't even... I just think we're super duper hard on ourselves and I kind of caught myself off guard because I really thought I was pretty comfortable and I just think that it's because I've, you know, gained a lot of weight at the end of the school year and over the summer and I really don't have any recourse at the moment to lose weight other than to stop obviously eating the potato chips but other things too because I really have no means of exercise that isn't causing me issues at the moment. So hopefully fingers crossed, you know, as it gets a little cooler, I'll be able to get on my bike again if this last shot worked well. 
but it just makes it harder and it makes me more frustrated with myself and my body because it's like, ugh, I just can't win, you know, not happy with the weight I am, but what am I supposed to do about it? And I just didn't realize it was really a problem until I'm standing there in the store. And let me just tell you, there was nobody else really around. There wasn't a bunch of people on a weekday at like 2 p.m. out shopping for dresses where I was out. So I was having a nice conversation with myself like, hmm, too many sequins. Hmm, nope, that's a little low cut. I love V-neck, but not that V. And, you know, just that's how I am. That's how I am when I watch movies. It's how I am when I'm out shopping. (laughs) So that's why I go alone. (laughs) And nobody else needs to be there for me to, you know, talk out loud. But anyway, I just need to learn to live with it, accept it, (laughs) be happy for all that it's given me. It's given me four fantastic children. Um, You know, I've got the scars on the belly from stretch marks to C-sections to whatever. You know, I've got flabby arms that, but if I flex, I still have muscle under there. There's stuff is under there. I just can't get to it as easily anymore. There's layers of excess love hanging around and um, I should just take that in. So anyway, I feel like I'm rambling now and I hope this may have touched some of you that feels the same way. Don't know what I can do. I guess just more self-positive talk and staying away from mirrors. I don't know. And now I wish I, you know what? I might actually go back there and try on that damn dress because it literally was so, I don't know. I just don't usually like fall in love with a piece of clothing and maybe that's what I need to do to get over this. Maybe I just need to go back there and try on that dress and who knows? I might look cute enough. That's all I, that's all I care about. Cute enough. So let me leave you with a quote that kind of goes with this. Actually, there's two. So let's do this one first. Don't take mirrors seriously. Your true reflection is in your heart. Okay, that's the first one. The next one, which I really like is, look in a mirror and one thing's for sure. What we see is not who we are. And I think that's totally true. I don't look at myself as a whole and think about, oh, I'm an overweight person. I really don't identify, like it's so secondary, but I guess when you're out shopping and you're, you know, every time you try on something and it doesn't look quite right, you know, you just get a little frustrated and you get negative about yourself. So everybody go in the mirror right now and say, hey, good looking. Mm -mm -mm. So yeah, y'all do that for me. That's your homework assignment. And I will see you all next Sunday. Have a fabulous week. Bye. Thank you.